0: Hello, I'm John Deeks and welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast and along with interest rate policies and cost of living pressures, we have a lot of seniors who are looking to uh, some advice and we have the man, our good friend from uh, financial world, Noel Whittaker on the line, Uh, apart from being so many important things like executive in residence and uh, adjunct professor at the university up in Queensland, he certainly knows a lot about finance fabulous books he's got out, including Retirement Made Simple and Superannuation Made Simple and the latest to his library, 10 Steps to Financial Freedom. He's the go-to man. And for the first time in 23, we turn to the sage of all things financial and a great friend of your life choices, Noel Whittaker. Welcome. Thanks to be back with you, Dixie. Are you fitting well and happy and uh, off your wheelchair? Because I know you've fractured your ankle over Christmas or before Christmas. Yes, it's been eight weeks now and I'm just off the moon boot. This would have been a good insight for you to uh, reflect on some of the uh, things that could be happening in 23, Noel, uh, like the you wouldn't anyway, uh, such as interest rate hikes. Now, I know you're not a fan of interest rate hikes uh, controlling inflation, is am I right?
1: Well, at the moment, inflation is not caused by people spending. It's caused by floods and bushfires and shortages. I mean, you talk to any builder, they can't get tradies and they can't get materials
0: Hang on, aren't we going to build uh, 5 million houses in 10 years or something?
1: Yeah, I think Elbo is going to build a million in five years. Oh, a million in five I don't years. Know where the land will come from or where the materials will come from.
0: Or the tradies.
1: Or the tradies, you know. So uh, I don't think making the average person pay more money on their mortgage will change anything.
0: So what would, what would you see as a solution?
1: Well, no, I don't think there is a simple solution. I mean, it was all caused because the banks dropped rates too much in the first place. It was crazy. In in Europe, the rates were negative. You know, if you're in Norway, you got negative rates. If grandma put $100,000 in the bank, she loses $1,000 over 12 months, capital guaranteed loss. But if the grandkids bought a house, the bank pays them the mortgage payments. It was a crazy world. Wow. Crazy well.
0: I know that uh, certainly inflation is uh, an issue that does concern a lot of our seniors. Uh, explain to us how, on the street, what inflation does when you go to the shops to buy fruit and vegetables.
1: We talk about seniors first, that the pension is indexed to inflation. So the bigger the inflation, the bigger pension they get. And they're also getting 3% or 4% now on their money in the bank, which used to be about 02 So I think seniors are the least affected by it.
0: Who's most affected?
1: Young families, people going back to school. I mean, if you're a young family and you've just had a $500 a week increase in your mortgage payments, Mm. can you imagine that? Everything costs more these days.
0: You remember, of course, the days when um, we, well, I had a young family and uh, we were paying what seventeen percent, uh, and the kids just don't want, don't want to hear about that uh, now. They go, "Yeah, that that was that was back then, Grandpa." But uh, right. one one must have, one must be aware that things go down, but by golly, things go up, like interest rates.
1: Yes, they are. Uh, I think rates. I think rates will keep keep going up. I'm predicting three. 0.25% rise in six months is my
0: view. Do you think the feds have got it wrong, continually increasing?
1: Always. Well, look at Philip woe who said no interest rate rises till 2024 and people rushed out and bought overpriced houses. And you've got the government encouraging people on a zero deposit. Hmm. It's a recipe for disaster.
0: Back in the day, it was, if you can't afford it, don't buy it. Well, that was our mantra. Um, and it still should be, shouldn't it?
1: Yeah, but I saw a great chart, which I put in the newsletter. It's a great big circle, and the big circle is noise, and that's all the media. So that's noise, right? Then in the middle, the smaller circle, it's got the Fed or the Reserve Bank, what, what they're doing. And there's a tiny spot saying what you can control. <laughs> and see, people focus, focus too much on the noise and what the Reserve Bank's do. They should be focusing on what they can control themselves.
0: Noel, what are your thoughts about uh, some of our seniors selling their homes, moving to retirement villages? Do you see that as a good thing for for them mentally, physically and financially?
1: Look, every decision has good points and bad points. One of the major factors of healthy ageing is having a social network. Particularly important if one partner needs care or one partner dies. At least if you're in a community, you've got support. If you're on your own, you've got no support. Mm. So I think that's a great thing about a community living, but, but it costs. I mean, if you sell your house and, and buy into one of these, you lose at least $150,000 in capital. And because you're turning a, a, an exempt asset, your home, into accessible assets, namely cash, it could have an effect on your pension.
0: Where could you put that cash so, it, so, it can't, so the feds can't uh, get their grubby little hands on it?
1: Okay, there, there are now things called lifetime income streams where only 60% counts for the assets test. So if a person put, the see, you'd have to put $400,000 into one of them to bring your assets down for 160000 for the pension. So again, it's a good product in the right circumstances because you exchange the money in the bank in a very central linker effective way mm. to give you an indexed income for life and that suits some people how about reverse mortgages yeah, yeah yeah well they're good look the government expects people now to use the equity in their home because the average superannuation balance is only about two hundred thousand dollars now the only way to get the equity in your home is to sell it or mortgage it now if you wait till you're older, and make sure that the reverse mortgage you take out is no more than about 15% of your home, then even though it's growing, it'll double every eight or nine years, your home should be growing faster. Yeah. What you don't want is to be young, which gives you a long time frame, and take a big mortgage on your home, but I mean, they won't let you do that anyway. Of course, if you, take, if you use the, the pension loan scheme, the rate's only 3.95%, though so I think it'll be going up, but it just has to.
0: And your payments are made fortnightly, and that's and that's easier for you. Noel, what's the right amount of money to die with? <laughs> because it, we you know we talk about uh, okay, what do we need to live on? Yeah. And it's it's this sort of balancing act, like you know, no one knows when the uh, you know the Grim Reaper's is going to come knocking on the door. And uh, oh, hang on, just, the front door's just no, um, but. I mean, really, we know how well we hope we know how much we need to sort of live on, but uh, you can get slugged the other way around when you do pass on.
1: Well, what do you mean slugged? You mean the tax on your super? Yeah, or capital gains
0: tax, or what? Well, does the government come by and say how much money have you got in superannuation, and you can have and too much? Not well, not too well.
1: Your superannuation has a taxable component and, in some cases, a tax-free component. That amount of your money left to a non-dependent, yeah. when you get to our age, you you would think your kids would be non-dependents. Yes, you'd hope so. A a 17% tax on death. So if you have got half a million dollars in super, you'd lose uh, $35,000 in death tax. Right. There's an easy way out. And also, it's fine if it goes to your partner. It's a non-dependent. Mm. So it's not a couple so much because the partner gets it tax-free, but the dependents in couple. But the easier way out is to get your enduring power of attorney, have it instructed. That when your death becomes near, you take it out tax-free and stick it in the bank account. That's all you've got to
0: do. This kind of leads on to a, a subject that you and I have spoken of, well, probably some years back now, and that is make sure you have your affairs in order. Yeah. Will's... Powers of attorney. Who's going to turn off the machine? Should it need to be turned off? Yes. All the rest of it. All the all the nasty things that you don't want to face. You, you should have that in uh, in writing um, because it's uh, absolutely crucial.
1: But also, the family should know where they are. Yes. I've got a friend yes. who's, a, who's a judge he was telling me that the guy did all that, put it in a safe deposit box in the bank. Now they needed the attorney the power of attorney to type to open it to access to safe deposits so that required a court order right so it's very important that your family knows where your will is and where the Epa is yeah and the advanced health director that's very important
0: absolutely noel we're at the uh, basically at the start of the year what do you see as some of the uh, the major flags both red and green coming up for 23.
1: i think it's going to be a better year for super. I think markets will be okay, but they've got a budget on May the 9th and there's all sorts of hints about big superannuation
0: changes. Right. Okay. Well, any uh, any clues as to what they might be doing, Noel? Do you have uh, any, you go ear to the ground, has Noel Whitaker?
1: Well, they say that you may only be allowed to have $2 million or $5 million in your super account. Right. Some say two and some say five and some say ten, all There right. mm-hmm. was There is a rumour that they'll tax the accumulation at 30% instead of 15%. Right. We'll just need to wait and see what happens.
0: Uh, Noel, it is always good to talk to you and certainly we'll be speaking before the budget comes out. In fact, uh, the next time we speak, I'd like to talk about your brand new book, The Ten Steps to Financial Freedom, which uh, was... Uh, released back in November, so the next time we talk, I'd like to get those those ten steps from you. But in the meantime, mate, be well. Um, happy to hear that you're out of the moon boot and uh, no more uh, no more doing the uh, samba or whatever you were doing to to cause that.
1: In the garage. In the garage. Absolutely. Oh, it's ridiculous. Thanks, Dixie.
0: Mate, take care. And folks, it was wonderful to get the insight again from the seniors perspective with noel you can't do any better than going to noelwhittaker.com.au one word noelwhittaker.com.au noel has resources money tips and so much more you sure to find interesting and we recommend you sign up to noel's newsletter it's the best deal in town it's free and from me and all the your life choices team be well be happy and we'll see you next time